Hey, Riley. Yeah, Andrew? Do you want to make a podcast? I do, but I just don't know what it would be about. So, I got an idea here. Um, and this one comes from my brain. Uh, because <laughs> on Twitter recently, I, um, I took to the tweets. Because mm-hmm. I needed help tracking something down. Uh, which is the very first Shonen Jump I ever read. Okay. It's a monthly Shonen Jump. Because uh, it's it's monthly, so it's got like three or four chapters of each different manga in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to tell you, this was... Uh, <laughs> this single issue of a magazine single-handedly changed my life and turned me into the weird anime person that I am now. Okay. Um, what, what I would have been normal if it weren't for this issue. <laughs> this single... Hmm? What was in that issue? So this single issue had, uh, you'll know Naruto and Sasuke, uh, where they're fighting against Zabuza and do the windmill shuriken trick. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Also known as the single dopest moment in that entire series. Um, Pretty fucking cool. (laughs) It also had a Yu-Gi-Oh story about Zombira the Dark uh, and some kid getting bullied. So Yami Yugi set him on fire using flaming spray paint. Yep. That's 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 Yami. That's a Tem, all right. <laughs> and it also had uh, Zoro versus Kabaji the Acrobat, which is very early One Piece, but some very cool shit for an eleven-year-old to see. That's six. That's your first one ever. Is just like I guess when they say like everyone's everyone uh, has a first comic, they mm-hmm. they mean it because like sometimes you pick up a comic and be like ah this will be the rest of my life. Yeah, uh, there was also some Yu Yu Hakusho and Dragon Ball Z that I don't remember. And uh, Akira Toriyama's best work, Sandland, had a couple chapters in it. Um, (laughs) But long story short, I want to do a podcast where we track down every copy of Monthly Shonen Jump and figure out what the best single issue is. Okay, okay. This is interesting to me because, Andrew... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't often talk about this, but I've never actually read or owned a Shonen Jump before. I think that getting your. I, I think that giving you a Shonen Jump would. I, I was about to say would help you learn to read as if you're like a first grader. But I think. I think that as far as like intro to comics and intro to like doing it, I think a Shonen Jump might be your 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 way in. I get I'm, you this comic. You read like two or three issues, at, chapters at a time. Very quick, very easy read. And you go, hell yeah. Now I'm pumped for next month's issue. That's next week, right? That's the thing with Shonen Jump. They're just like, bam, 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 bam. So this is for, they did, uh, in America, they did monthly Shonen Jump because they wanted to do like a monthly release, I guess. I don't know mm-hmm. if this was a product in Japan, um, if they did like a bigger collected version. Um, but this isn't, this wasn't the like, it's not the same as your weekly Shonen Jump that you'd pick up in Japan. This was, like, obviously translated, but then, like, bound into a monthly release instead of weekly with multiple mm-hmm. chapters. Okay, okay. I'm That's fascinating. I would, I I think, would love to read, read one of those. Because, like, cause yeah, it's just, like, a bunch of different stories you get in, like, the middle, right? It's like if I got went to the store and said, yes, I'd like the, the DC comic, please. And they handed you a comic with, like, and here's the Batman, the Superman, the Justice League, the, the Nightwing story. And yeah, here's right here's here. the first issue of the new Static Shock reboot, but also uh, Batman 13, uh, Detective Comics 82, and Amazing Spider-Man 586. Yeah. That's, um, that's but I'm sick. curious what the best... 
my my worry is that this is the single best issue of weekly shonen jump or monthly shonen jump that ever existed and i'm very curious to find out if there's like one thing that across multiple stories it's just like oh these are all bangers because like that that can't be true that that, i think what you have is a very good one but thinking Mm -hmm. about like what i know about animes that are from shonen jump like you would hit like a like i'm sure there's a point where it's like both Frieza is fighting Goku on Namek, and also like in Naruto, uh, Sasuke and and uh, and Nart are fighting or some shit like that, right? There has right. to be like like because you you have come in in like a what you have described to me. I don't know One Piece that well, but is like a middle ground, like the like early on in Naruto, early on in Yu Gi Oh, like and presumably early enough in Dragon Ball Z. I don't know. Again, no idea. But so I have to imagine that there's an episode, there's a issue that gets to like the culmination of multiple arcs. That, yeah, there's got to be an, an issue that has those. But my worry is that and, and the thing that I didn't point out, um, because I don't remember the Yu Yu Hakusho or uh, Dragon Ball Z was just like some downtime between fighting androids. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was in the android arc. Yes, but it was a boring three chapters in the android arc. Yes, yes, um, yes. But that but that means that then like judging by like cutting out filler and Naruto in my brain, that you could probably and this is just guesstimating, you could get Naruto uh fighting Orochimaru like with Tsunade and Jiraiya alongside um a cell fight, which would be like a sick issue to pick up. And Right. But the problem is that by the time that happens Bleach is also going to be in Shonen Jump, and it's probably running alongside, like, uh, Ichigo 100%. So, like, you have to look at the bad sides of the Shonen manga, too. That's true. And those do drag down those good fights. The thing with this one is that, like, the worst thing was a zero. Mm -hmm. It never went into negatives. Hmm, that's interesting. That's an interesting little meatball you have there. If I if I had gone into this and been like, ah, here's cool action. Also, here's panty shots the manga. Uh, maybe this isn't for me. Um, I would have been a regular adult. <laughs> you would have been fine. You would have come out and just been. Like I would have said thank you person. for that. I'm ready to go become a businessman now. <laughs> Clearly, this anime life has nothing for me. Clearly. <laughs> Now I'm just getting sad. Riley, do you have an idea for another anime or another? Oh, my oh, goodness. Andrew. Oh, my goodness. Do not tell me any ideas you have for an anime. Do you have any ideas for podcasts? <laughs> oh, I do, Andrew. I have a idea. The, so a lot of things are public domain at this point. Not okay. many things that we care about, but a lot of things. Yeah, they're working hard against it. And there are some things that are public domain that we do actually care about that have like a lasting impact on our culture. Mm-hmm. Jane Austen, for one, is someone mm-hmm. that people who listen to Waypoint love for reasons I cannot explain. Um, and so I'm thinking, Andrew. Riley, what, I know you don't believe in this concept, but it's because they're good books. I'm sure they're good books. But what I'm thinking mm-hmm. is what if we improved on them, Andrew? What if we read... added zombies? No, I was alive in 2010. No, I don't know no, how this goes. Stop it. Back up. Back up. What if we podcasted them, Andrew? What if they weren't books? They were podcasts. This has what? to exist. What if we retold like Emma through her weekly podcast? 
this has to exist and be entirely insufferable. Because I mean, there were at least eight different YouTube series that were the same basic thing of what if we to- what if we retold like Pride and Prejudice, but she's a vlogger. Like that doesn't sound bad to me. I was there, Riley. <laughs> I was there. I lived through it all. It just the, it's, you're, I, I, your problem is that you see the good in the idea and you ignore the bad in the execution. That's because I just wouldn't execute it badly. <laughs> I would simply <laughs> execute it well. Like, I wouldn't fuck around and mess up. I would never have to find out. <laughs> okay, so as the Pride and Prejudice expert on this call, what uh, what do you think this would sound like? Uh... <laughs> I did listen to nine hours of Waypoint talking about it, so I feel like I have some sort of knowledge in my brain. <laughs> I think it could be like in the setup of like the, the listen to the Waypoint podcast that killed Be Kind and Rewatch It, and uh-huh. also killed Waypoints. <laughs> so you're you're pitching. But, we need to do a podcast that. Uh, not only ruined Andrew's interest in YouTube as a creative storytelling medium, but also killed a different podcast. Yes. And so here's what I'm thinking. Imagine a world where like, hi, welcome to the Ann Arbor podcast, a podcast about things going on in Ann Arbor or something. I know mm-hmm. this is what some people would call news, but that's not what we're doing here. We're not doing a news show. We're doing somebody checking in on the going-ons and doing little interviews with people here in, in Ann Arbor. And those people are the cast of Pride and Prejudice. And so it is like still, it is like a little bit of an interview, a little bit of like, oh, a gossip update, yada, yada, yada. I just fucking do that. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know it's, enough about that fucking book to tell. I was I can't. gonna say it's very funny to me that you're pitching this, even though. Tell me the name of a single character in Pride and Prejudice. There's a guy named like Wormberly or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm taking that as an excuse to jump away. Uh, at Corvid Lenore recommends us a podcast idea. This is a title called "Describe the Vibe." Well, bad now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the vibe's bad. That was um, not so great. What would our podcast describe the vibe be? I think that there's there's two options here, right? One of which that I'm mm-hmm. kind of interested in is like a Pictionary or charades type deal where one of us comes with a thing and then tries to get the other to guess what it is while only describing the vibe. Ooh, okay. Um, okay, I got one. Yeah, hit me. Uh, so the vibes of this thing are, uh, pretty chill, um, kind of, uh, slow flowing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of go with the flow vibes, uh, chill, go with the flow vibes. Yeah, but like, uh, the vibe is also kind of smart. It's got a bit of an edge to it if it needs to. Mm -hmm. Um, but like you look at the, you look at this thing and you're just like, they know what's going on. I'm worried that I don't know vibes well enough to describe this to you. Because um, how close were you to guessing an octopus? Absolutely not. I was like, I don't know much about One Piece, but I don't think it's slow going. 
But okay. Andrew surely would this... not throw me a throw me a ball harder than one of the five things we talk about on this show. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are mixing in octopi as the sixth secret object. The secret <laughs> sauce. It's uh it's takiyaki sauce. Um <laughs> the sixth flavor of the podcast vibes. Yeah, I I don't know that I can describe the vibes of other things very well. So, Riley, well, how wait, are wait, your wait. vibes? Well, hold on. Let's dig, let's dig into that. What does the word vibe mean to you, Andrew? I have no idea. To me, vibe is just a meme where people are like, yeah, I'm vibing, which I think just means like I'm doing nothing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's okay. It's like a vibe is like, you know, you know, the other week we were talking about what would happen if we saw somebody with a death note tattoo. Right. And how we'd have no reason to really not trust them, but we'd have this sinking feeling in our stomach. Right. Like I, I get I get I get the dictionary definition of a vibe. Like I know yeah. that like you look at that person, you go, those are bad vibes. Mm-hmm. Um what I'm picking up from that is like a bad situation as a whole. Yep. You get a feeling more than you have any solid facts. And so but- like some may say like an aura, you understand. Yeah, but like at the same time, when someone says to me, like, that's a vibe, mm. I'm just like, it doesn't really mean anything, huh? Do you, do you remember in Tumblr when people would say GPOY? Yes. It was in I a do. Childish Gambino song. Vibes are GPOY. When someone says that's a vibe, or like, like, or like, this is my aesthetic, or like mood, yeah, it, it's, it's just, it's just GPOY again. Okay. <laughs> new podcast where we bring on youngsters to teach us what is going on and then we tell them how actually what is going on has already happened <laughs> <laughs> hey teens them. what's this new thing you've invented for yourself psych you didn't that ball pit was from Dashcon, you idiots oh y'all picked up y'all just point at your arm and go sheesh uh, yeah, we did that first. Uh, we just called it looking at stuff and going, LOL, or Raffle, or Lamau. Uh, we just didn't have TikTok, so we didn't have to do it into a camera. Why do we sound... But then we'd put it on YouTube. I, I in college, deleted 57 videos of me and my friend lip-syncing songs on YouTube. I am no better than a Zoomer. <laughs> <laughs> we share a kinship. all right uh what what else you got for me because i don't know that describe the vibe has very many legs no if it had more than it might be an octopus if it has eight andrew look look there's your fucking (laughs) octopus content that you come to this podcast for that's the callback the seven wonders of this is from uh phil shung uh, the Seven Wonders of the Podcasting World, an eight-part miniseries. The Seven and, Wonders of the Podcasting World. So I think that they put an eight-part miniseries as an attempt to throw us, uh, but the first episodes just are like intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy just peasy. We can like, stall for time. Jesus, are you, you kidding me? <laughs> Look at how many podcast. bad episodes we've done. We yeah. can just put out an episode. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. The first episode is me going, Andrew... What are the wonders of the podcasting world? And what do you think defines them? So I feel like what are what are what are the 
wonders of the world. world. Is <laughs> the that just old shit? World. It's just old shit, right? So like what like what are they? They're the Sphinx. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Google this. No 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 no. Let's let's do this actually. <laughs> let's try to figure out what these wonders are. All right. Uh, the seven the wonders of the world. There's like that really thin looking needle fucker, right? With like the ridges. The what? It's not the space needle, but it's like an old tall building. The Leaning Tower of Pisa. Is that it? That might be it. I don't, I don't think that's one of them, but I don't think one of them is a tower. Um, is the Colosseum one of them? It's just like, what are the Colosseum seven oldest things like, that are cool? Well, let's so think like, about civilization. Like, in civilization, the Hanging Gardens, is that a... a I think that wonderful? was, and then it burned down or some shit. Maybe you I'm getting that mixed up with the... The, the Library of Alexandria. The Library of Alexandria. <laughs> well, you, can't, you don't just, like, lose your fucking... Uh, your wonder status when you're gone like it's for old shit so like it yeah has to you stick do if, yeah yeah you do riley if it's gone it's not there anymore but it still like was a wonder yeah this but it's is, not anymore but you'd be like oh this is the last remaining wonder of the world riley the seven wonders are just like an anime bad guy group whenever one of them dies if they care about the numbers they just replace it with something new Damn, hold up for a second. Imagine, if you will, the anime where they... No, no, Seven Deadly Sins, that's played out. Oh, who are you? I am the pyramids. (laughs) (laughs) You got one guy who's super bulky. He's like, I'm the Great Wall. You could call me the Colossus of Rhodes. You got another guy that's here and ready to just fucking go ham and go nuts. He's here ready for a fist fight. Maybe you've got like a magical society, but he doesn't do magic. He just punches really good. That's the Colosseum. Okay, so there are several Seven Wonders of the World. There are the Seven Wonders of the Ancient World. The Seven Wonders of the Underwater World. The American Society of Civil Engineers wonders. I need you to pause. The seven wonders of the underwater world? I am control A, control C, control T, control V. Wonder number one, octopi. Wonder number two, <laughs> Damn jellyfish. <laughs> wonder number three, no, a Titanic. Traveler's guide, a traveler's guide to the underwater world. Belize's barrier reef. The deep sea vents, the Galapagos Islands, that's cheating. They're mostly above water. Yeah, they're mostly above water. The Northern Red Sea, the Great Barrier Reef. Lake. One of the oceans itself can't be an underwater wonder. That's not a ocean. That is a sea. What the... the Northern Red Sea lies along the northern parts of the Red Sea in Africa. It is the world's largest harbor of sand. 400 types of coral reefs and over a thousand species of fish. Surprise, the Red Sea isn't actually a Red Sea. However, sometimes it appears that way due to a type of algae that grows in it. When these blooms of algaes die, they appear to turn the ocean a reddish-brown color. So it is actually red. Yeah. They can't have it both ways by saying, surprise, it's not actually red. A, not that surprised that the ocean isn't actually red. (laughs) B, you can't follow that up with, except for when it is. It's it's very much that. What's the temperature outside? Oh, it's it's forty. Well, what's it feel like? Thirty two. Like okay, well then it's thirty two outside. <laughs> like <laughs> don't. Yeah, I'm fuck not a around. scientist. I don't care what the true temperature is. Don't fuck around with me, okay? We're not out here calculating true damage to get around to armor types. Tell me what it feels like outside. When I ask what temperature it is, what I'm asking is, do I need a hat? 
to be real, the Seven Wonders of the Ancient World don't even slap. Yeah. The the pyramid, the Great Pyramid, the Colossus of Rhodes, the Hanging Gardens, ding, we got one. The Lighthouse of Alexandria. Control T, is this that spike fucker that I was thinking of? No, nah, it's not a spike, but it is a tower. So I was half right. The Mausoleum at Halicarnassus. The statue mm-hmm. of Zeus and the Temple of Artemis. How come the Greeks are on here three fucking times? Because uh, they earned it, Riley. Oh, man, they earned it. <laughs> Zeus said so. What are the podcasts? What are the seven wonders of the podcasting world? Are these just like old podcasts that aren't around anymore that like Car-talk. laid the groundwork for other podcasts to come? Cartok is 10,000% one of the wonders of the podcasting Car-talk world. Cartok is a wonder. Um,. You know it is a wonder that like it sucks, but it is a wonder. <laughs> None of us are happy about. No, give what is it? Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, I wonder how he's still alive. Bada bing. Riley, he... you know he's not, right? Is he dead? <laughs> that motherfucker's resting in piss. Did you not know this? <laughs> I guess I don't want to know more, Andrew. Riley, you know that meme where uh, it's the Doom guy going down to hell, and he's like, "Where's, uh, he's, where's, he's like, where's Ronald Reagan?" Yeah. When I die, I'm gonna be double fisting shotguns. Did he I got die? two. He died in February. He died yeah. so recently. Uh-huh. Actually, you know what? He's, well, never mind. Uh, yeah, good. Hate that motherfucker. Glad Fuck he's gone. Up, you dead piece of shit. Yep. Fuck. Uh, well, never mind that he's not a wonder. So strip. <laughs> That's true. Strip. You've been stripped of your title, of your rank. Uh, replaced by Joe Rogan. So not doing a lot better. Uh, <laughs> he's on the list too. Um, American Society of Civil Engineers says that the CN Tower in Toronto, Canada, is a wonder. The CN Tower. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think what I was imagining. It's just like a big spiky tower. <laughs> It's just a tower. You want to know what U.S. Today's new Seven Wonders are? Sure, hit me. The polar ice caps, the internet. Uh, the internet? The Yep. This garbage? <laughs> this motherfucker. The only thing I wonder about this fucker is when it will stop. Bada-bing. Yeah. This shit sucks. The wonders are all bogus. <laughs> <laughs> The wonders of the solar system. And it's not just the, the wonders of the solar system. It's like the surface of the sun. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. You'll say anything. <laughs> Y'all will do anything to make a clickbait list. Fuck off. This was made in 1999. Are the seven wonders of the world the original clickbait list? Absolutely. They're made for you to log on and be like, why the fuck are the Greeks on here four times? Yeah, you open up your fucking... Uh, you're in ancient Greece and you just someone's standing there on the corner and they're just like, extra, I've sketched down a list of the seven most wonderful things that have ever existed. You're not going to believe the fourth one. <laughs> and they're like, well, surely I will not believe the fourth one. Let you open it, it's the these. Library of Alexandria. And you're like, well, I definitely don't believe that because it burned down, buddy. <laughs> well, it was pretty wondrous. Andrew. Speaking, Speaking of things that have more recognition than they deserve uh at the lord enjoyer writes in and they actually they didn't write in uh this was someone quote tweeted this and sent it to us and i can't find the quote tweet that i grabbed this from earlier today 
Uh, but this is a tweet that says, Going to an artist's Wikipedia page and betting money on whether or not their parents' names are in blue or not. <laughs> oh. Riley, give me a celebrity. Frank Turner. Who is that? That's a fo- a British folk musician. Okay. Do, 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 do. All right. Place your bet. Does Frank Turner's parents show up on this page in blue? I and by in yes. blue, I mean like, Clickable, uh, like a link. rich, rich and famous enough to have their own Wikipedia pages is really what we're getting at here. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, th- the answer feels like yes. So, uh, the answer looks like it is no. Um, That's but, not going into the actual podcast. I promise you. Here's the but. It's a big ol' asterisk. Uh, father's an investment banker, and mother oh. is the daughter of Richard Fox Cartwright, who's the Anglican Bishop of Plymouth. You don't love to see that, actually. So, same basic thing. What do you got? You give me a give me a celebrity. Um, who's a celebrity that I don't care much for? But um. Now I'm worried that I just set myself up to just be immediately self-canceled by uh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, that uh, my bet is yes, right? My like, bet is a hundred percent on yes. Control F, parent. Oh, you... <laughs> the answer to both is yes. <laughs> We've got uh, an American cinematographer, a director of film and television, and we have an American actress. <laughs> That'll do it. Dad's been nominated for the Academy Award for Best Cinematography six times. Damn, Joseph Caleb Deschanel. (laughs) It's fucking funny. This is a good game. (laughs) This is a game that's going to like, I'll record two episodes of it and then just like walk outside and self-immolate. Like I just, I I can't. I got here. I Turn to ash. One. I have another one for you that'll stop that. That is less painful. What you got for me? This is a tweet from a uh, from a a at Sam uh, a Sam that you know uh, sent to us two minutes ago. So during oh. the recording of this podcast from the other room. Uh, okay. <laughs> night of sun and son of night. The oh, podcast. <laughs> night of sun and son of night. So I'm sad. Do you know what this is in reference to? Yeah, I, I hate this fucker so much. Man. I, <laughs> I hate gonna... him. Um, yeah, the uh, Batman versus Superman was originally going to have the subtitle uh, "Son of Sun and Night of Night." S O N of S U N and K N I G H T of N I G H T. Worse. <laughs> How is that worse? It's <sighs> look. If Zack Snyder wasn't better than all of us and wasn't operating at a galaxy brain level at all times, he wouldn't have gotten to remake that movie again. Pod of cast and video of log. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I feel like, um, Zack Snyder is like making movies out of the aesthetic of, um, being, 
You know how uh, people have like made entire careers off of making YouTube videos where they're like, let's overanalyze this one frame in a Marvel trailer. Yep. <laughs> I feel like that is Zack Snyder at his core. Mm-hmm. Where he was like, I've realized that both Batman and Superman's moms are named Martha. I'm so big brained that that will be the emotional crux of my movie. I, to me, what what uh, what Zack Snyder is about is um, I think he spells his name with the cool S. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-ho! 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 <laughs>